Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Don't say you never get anything for free. You can get a free 30-day trial of Love Film, the one-stop shop to rent films and games online simply by going to thefootballramble.com slash lovefilm. Films and games by post, or you can stream films on your PC, TV, PS3, and now on your iPad. To check the terms and conditions, find out more, and claim your free trial, go to thefootballramble.com slash lovefilm now. Cut the crap, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. And as you know, three's coming here, but four's a ramble. That's right, here, four is a magic number. <laughs> I'm Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Luke's with me. All right. And Pete's back. All right, cunt slices. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Spoiler, I've not really. He has us, yeah. got us laughing like Drake. Straight away. Marcus is broken. <laughs> Naughty. Naughty. And you, you, Filth. Yeah, I know what I've done. That's absolutely outrageous, baby. Lovely to be back, though. Sorry on behalf of the Donaldsons. Right. Uh, <laughs> Europe have released a new record. No, they've beaten America in the Ryder Cup. Oh, that was brilliant. Oh, wasn't mm, it? Drama. Euro. Lovely bit of um, sport. 2012, best year for sport ever, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to say it is, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, who in the world of football would you like to have a round of golf with? Jim. Uh, well, as you guys can probably attest, I would be awful at golf. Mm. I really, really would. <laughs> so, <laughs> presuming we're, we're like in teaming up it, with someone, that's because it's a sport. Um, Jim. Oh. Yeah, oh. Oh. yeah, it's, it's fair. It's right? absolutely yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> I'm not even offended. Um, I, I would, I would, you know, presumably we're playing in teams, right? Yeah. Okay, so can do yeah. Um, I'd team up with Craig Bellamy. Because he'd probably just take out the opposition, and I'm going to need that. Mm. I'm going to need them yeah. hurt and not yeah. playing to their full potential. Jim, that could backfire because I think by the second or third <laughs> hole, he's going to get frustrated with <laughs> you. Yeah. True. And turn on you. Quite well. I'll just be his caddy. <laughs> so I, mean, re- safer. I, I reckon. For and your the ambulance would turn up. <laughs> for you'd have shots, to explain what happened. For your shots, he'd need to give you sort of a piggyback or something. He'd yeah. literally be carrying you. Yeah. Mm. Don't Rude. do there again. Yeah. <laughs> In a very convoluted way. <laughs> it doesn't quite work. <laughs> but Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy. Pete. I'm going for Christian Vieri because he's had loads of clubs. Oh, clever girl. Clever girl. Presumably, you know, all of them. Presumably, all of these golfers will have clubs. You know, it's. Yeah. It's just a question of the basic equipment, isn't it? Yeah, Actually, but he's had experience with changing clubs. Oh, good. Um, uh, <laughs> this is a lot of potential for a Jurassic Park-style answer with all the trees and stuff here, but I can't really think of one. Caddy Shaka Hislop? I don't think the trees <laughs> are the key feature of Jurassic no, Park. No, but you could do a bit, as, you, as, you're, ta- as you're taking a putt, we're being hunted. <laughs> no, you can't. You can do that anywhere. Rashid Jakini, because he's a super eagle, yeah? Because <laughs> hey. he's got a history with eagles. Yeah. yeah. I think you were meant yeah. to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> oh dear, uh, a Bouet man. 
Why? Because it would be great to spend an afternoon playing golf with a buoy man, and he could dress up in a tiger and sort of, well, Tiger Woods. Uh, dress up yeah. in a tiger. <laughs> and I was a tiger. Remember? In his, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, you wouldn't say in a tiger. No, I said dressed up as horrible. a tiger. You didn't you said dress everywhere. up in a tiger. Well, he's got to get in the tiger to be the tiger, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Give the dog its face back. <laughs> to be at one with the tiger. Uh, I think... Um, Welcome to the Football Rambles Acid Special. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone should get any points. <laughs> no, Pete's getting them. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back. Just for turning up. Yeah. Just for that. Like it. Mm. Uh, right, let's move on, shall we, for crying out loud. It wasn't like this when you were away, PT. Yes, it was. I um, heard it. <laughs> uh, but the Premier League was all action. All action. Manchester United 2, Spurs 3. Mm. Chaos at the lane. Mike, at the Old, Old, Trafford. Old Trafford even. No, but I mean at the lane in general. Apparently everyone's hating AVB. No, the press are hating AVB because oh, yeah. he doesn't give them the quotes and he's better looking than them all. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a fantastic win. Yeah, they really, really just tore into them, which so few teams do. Yeah. It's, it's, I forget who it was post-game. It said, you know, you've got nothing to lose when you come here. Oh, it was it Dempsey. Was Dempsey, yeah. yeah, yeah. Said, you, you know, you've got nothing to lose when you come here, so why not attack them? It's, it's great. They look so dynamic up yeah, front at times, but was, don't they? But, like, scores had a lot of the ball. It mm. was just, uh, what are they going to do when you get You shouldn't be there by rights. Getting yeah. back, probably. Like, yeah. Every touch Manchester United had seemed to be c- coming In, like, 2040, phone rings, full guys. Hello? <laughs> All right, it's Fergie again. Uh, no, I'm one last, the law. One last match, <laughs> one not, last match. I'm not coming. <laughs> Danny Glover's there going, no, you're too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> Even I can see that. <laughs> like a Sunday League sort of club. Can you just give us a half? <laughs> You can have a half in goal. Yeah, <laughs> we're two 0 down. Let's get us back on track. <laughs> I thought it was really good to see a team really take it to it to, to a mm. team at Old Trafford. You don't, mm. you don't see it enough, do you? I found it quite funny almost the way they were just peppering the goal at the end of it. Because normally when you know United are doing that, there's a sense of like just inevitability about mm. them getting a goal, and just nothing was coming off for them. Mm. Really, hit really the bar and the post, didn't they? they get, um, was it Carrick hit the bar with like a surprise header? No yeah. one really knew it was going to go anywhere near the goal, including <laughs> Carrick. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm. That's Some, good. Someone on my Facebook wall, I, I presume it's a. a Ramble listener um, said that he was at the airport and um, Alex Ferguson was shuffling at speed uh, towards the uh, arrivals, uh, sorry, sorry, departures uh, desk. And uh, this lad just looked at him and without thinking or skipping a heartbeat, just tapped his watch. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's lovely. Ferguson got on his high horse about it, didn't he, again? Yeah, he was annoyed that there was only four minutes of injury time after Spurs had wasted time. There was a bit of time wasting going on, and it is a bit mm. annoying to see it. Well, yeah, you but know, don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ferguson saying that obviously we, we will take with a pinch of salt but he does have a point because you know it's meant to be 30 seconds for a goal 30 seconds for a substitution and that's rarely properly enforced it, only by him yeah. <laughs> I, it, it, I like to think AVB was on the touchline every time the Spurs player got it the last one it's channels AVB is still screaming his lungs out now he's he still just stopping it. every now and then in his kitchen just going <laughs> no, I reckon he's waking up in a cold sweat like thinking we get, they could possibly still lose the game <laughs> yeah. like, you know when you wake up it, it might just be me but I still have dreams about not handing coursework at uni on time mm. just a bit like that. not finishing a sandwich hey <laughs> <laughs> now come on again welcome back <laughs> um, I, it was really good timing because Paul, Paul Jiggins wrote a piece in the sun about how everyone was hating ABB's regime and mm. stuff and it was, seemed to be a bit deja vu from the, from the Chelsea uh, yeah. from the Chelsea regime and I heard uh, a little rumour that he had been chinned off by AVB in the press conference. Apparently he asked a question and AVB gave him a bit of short shrift. I think it might have been about Hugo Lloris. And so that looks to me, that, that thing he wrote in the morning of the game mm. in the sun might have been a, a, an attempt at a hatchet job, but he's mm. got egg on his face now because they won. Yeah, well, so good. It's, it's funny how the agenda is driven in that way and it does tend to happen at certain select foreign personalities in the game. You think of, it's happened with Vyash Boas, it's happened with Benitez, didn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Happened with De Gea as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Aguero's think, been piping up about a similar thing in terms of referees. He did say that was quite similar around the world. But with regards to managers, though, it is interesting. The Benitez was one. AVB's another one. It's because they want to talk about football. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem, really, isn't it? I mean, well, they want to talk pl- about players that aren't necessarily your, you know, your big ones, your Wayne Rooney's. Your, yeah, your, mm. it's just, it's just but they want to talk about tactics. They want to talk about how the game went, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But the, 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 a lot of the journalists, they just want to talk about, oh, who's upsetting you in the dressing yeah, room? Yeah, they want a sensationalised version of why um, a game was won. They don't want a sort of logical practical exactly, yeah. which is why they love Mourinho and which is why they love Redknapp. But Frida and um, Walker both came out post game and said. It's all rubbish. It's all rumours. It's yeah. just, and I think Frieda might have even said, "Oh, this is a bit, it's a bit pathetic, really." It's I bullshit. I, <laughs> I love Frieda. I think yeah. he's a quality. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, who loves a maraud, Vertonghen. Yeah, good to see him. Uh-huh. Good to see him marauding through. <laughs> Amazing. I, t- I tell you what, and and um, this is no great revelation. Is um, uh, Dembele when he is fantastic when he gets the ball deep, and he did it for Fulham at Old Trafford, as, as everybody saw. But he's, he's been doing it for Fulham for a while. But now at Spurs, the attacking options are uh, you know a mm. little bit more plentiful. Mm. Uh, he gets the ball from deep. He'll just beat his man very easily. Look, He's change a bit of a gear. glider, isn't he? Yeah, he'll mm. change gear, poof, and the field just opens up for him. Yeah. And if he can, um, you know, stay fit, stay injury free, because he did have one or two injuries at Fulham, he'll be a fantastic player for them. And when you've got him running at you, Bale on one of the flanks, Lennon on the other mm. flank, you know, Defoe's a tricky customer, all the rest of it. Defoe's improved so much. Oh, he's been great, hasn't yeah. he? Um, well, because maybe he's just been given a bit of a run, a bit of belief, you know, from Hodgson and the, yeah. the, the manager. And you he's know. not been injured. <laughs> yeah, well, there is. There is that, so, that so, pocket. So going forward, Spurs very dynamic, very quick. I, love, I mean, to me, I just love a team going to Old Trafford. Mm. First couple of minutes, the centre half is marauding for the yeah. scoring. In the first, <laughs> that's yeah, what's happening here. <laughs> United look completely shell shocked. And mm. Ferguson said it in the post match interview. He said, "Look, you know they Oi, they we weren't wasting time at the start, were they? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, dear, oh dear. I know. Did you see Ferguson also called uh, Gareth Bale Christian Bale in the post match? <laughs> 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 yeah. Amazing, yeah. class, absolutely class. serious, Alex. What do you think about the Nani penalty? I thought that was definitely a penalty, actually. Uh, he sort of was bundled down from over from behind. Yeah, I thought it was a pen myself. Very clumsy actually. challenge. Yeah, we're, we're agreed. Mm. Good. Uh, it should have been a pen, uh, but it wasn't. Uh, and a fantastic win for Tottenham Hotspur. Well, first time is it? Twenty-four years or something like that? Might even be longer than that. No, I, think so it's eight, I think it's eighty-nine. I think it was incredible. 89. I mean, that's, that's such a huge scalp for VS Boash. The last Spurs player that scored a winner at Old Trafford was Lineker. Big wow. Kaza Lineker. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, indeed uh, The other uh, So-called big game uh, Well it's not so-called It was a big game Of the weekend Was Arsenal 1 Chelsea 2 Chelsea's goals Came from two set pieces um, uh, It's a shame for Arsenal they've, they've, you know, they've been playing Pretty well Chelsea have been Coughing and spluttering Their way mm. through Some results And I think A lot of people thought Arsenal might Actually beat them For a change and, Well not for a change They beat them Last season as well But Ah, Jim, it just didn't happen. Yeah, it's just sort of the old frailty seemed to return all at once. You know, sort of defensive um, lack of stability there. I mean, Torres' goal was very, very good finish, but Koscielny can't be letting him do that at no. all. You know, and obviously Koscielny got the own goal as well, so he's well and truly back. I'm sure Luke's delighted about that. <laughs> um, I think that's how I was giving him an own goal. Was that officially given? It, it, it? looked, it looked an own goal. And it was on its way in, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, st- I don't know. He got a touch on it, but even so, you know, it, it didn't help that touch either way. It's fair to say. I thought I thought Koscielny was okay, but I mean, Vermaelen gave away both the free kicks. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's. 
it, it, as I say, it's those same frailties returning. It looked very wasteful up front. Giroud has oh, had yeah. quite a lot of criticism for that chance late on, but that was under his foot. You know, the goalkeeper's bearing down. Lovely pass from Oxford to was, to be fair. Was. So a lovely little... Well, I thought it should, because Giroud got one in the, kick, uh, the League Cup against Coventry, and I thought, yeah. oh, he'll be away now. Well, he also had a penalty save shortly after that, so any confidence boost he got might have immediately <laughs> been battered and, and away. And because it's Arsenal, he's, he's had a lot of chances as well, hasn't he? Yeah. He, it seems to be a lot more... Um, Sort of prevalent that he's missing chances. It's not a case of he's been unlucky. Mm. He, he has a lot of chances on a plate, and you wonder whether other players would, would have scored them, really. Also, it's fair to say as well that Peter Cech, an absolute blinder, oh, he's a great header save. from Podolski, and oh, another yeah. one from Giroud as well, which took a deflection. Mm. That was a really good save. I, I think I think that um, it's a funny old season so far because you've got teams who are playing well. Um, so I would argue that United and City aren't, aren't really playing that well. No, I, don't, no. I don't think anybody's really got out. Well, Chelsea, of Chelsea have started well. United, have I, don't, I don't think Chelsea played Wigan. particularly well though. I mean, you think of the home game against Stoke; they were perhaps fortunate there. Okay, yeah, and one or two yeah. other results. So are we tipping Everton for the league? Is that yeah, that's it. I think so. <laughs> Last time I started this well, you never yeah. know. Yeah, that's very true. Um, you do. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to win the league. Yeah. Jovino, um last week. Had a few poor touches, but he certainly made that one count, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He absolutely it's smashed brilliant. it. It's interesting playing Jovino through the middle. Really did not see that coming. Yeah. Super Theo Walcott's not happy about that. No, but um, it's interesting. Walcott's finishing really, really has improved. Mm. Um, but he's obviously, you know, Wenger's making a point. He he's came out after the. Um, uh, Carling Cup game, or sorry, the Capital One Cup game, <laughs> and said that you know he's open to playing Walcott as a striker, but it's just. I, He's not the obvious choice there, is he? It's a strange one. I find it a bit of a catch-22 because, on one hand, I feel a bit of sympathy for Walcott because he's not been given a lot of chances through the middle. Mm. But at the same time, when he's played in a slightly different position, um, he's not consistently delivered. He's not delivered consistently enough, certainly. I mean, mm. Daniel Sturridge is a similar sort of thing. He clearly wants to play through the middle. But I actually think when he's played slightly wider, he's acquitted himself well. And part of me just wants to say to Walcott, look, you take your chances, get mm. on with it. Well, know? I think Walcott's thing is, people say he's inconsistent. He himself, has, and this is brilliant, has said, you know, um, last season I was consistent in patches, <laughs> which is amazing. It's not the Owen injury thing. Yeah. I'm not an injury-prone player. I've just had a, I had just unlucky with that knee and the hamstring and the, <laughs> the ankle. My brain. Yeah, getting but my head stuck in a fence, <laughs> things like that. Um, <laughs> Did you see um, Wenger when Giroud missed that chance? Oh, mm. yeah. He spun around like a little spinning <laughs> top. Yeah. It's quite funny. Well, no, but with Walcott, what I was going to say is that, you know, the criticism he gets is like, you know, running the ball out. Out of play and just making sort of silly decisions on the wing. So I mean, that would be out of his game in the, if he was playing through the middle. It's, it's far forget, less relevant. You forget so. that he's only twenty-four. Yeah. That's yeah. what like, blew my mind when I started when they was talking about the contract discussions and stuff. Where's this? I was away for a little while, obviously, uh, not obviously. But um, what's the situation with that? They're still nowhere near. Still nowhere, nowhere near. Closer to, uh, as it was when he left, pretty much. Although yeah. Walcott has said it's not about money; it's that he wants to play in the middle, which is an easy thing for him to say. To be fair, but you, know, but you can't which you, you can't force the manager's hand like that. You can't sort of say I want to play in the, through the middle, and that's mm. what's going to happen. I just Thing also, it's tough for Arsenal because they're, in, they're under pressure. They're always in that, in that situation where they need to win games. Mm. And it would be, I mean, regardless of what Walcott thinks, it would be something of a gamble for Wenger to play him through there. And if, if it costs them six points or something, mm. it's real, real, it'll be really bad news for them. Also, the past two seasons, he's had double figures in goals and assists. So does Wenger really want to take that out of his team, you know, by taking yeah. that gamble? Yeah. And also, if he sells him, he takes it out of the team. So he's in a difficult position. Where do you reckon Walcott could go, though? Well, there's talk of Liverpool, isn't there? Because he supports Liverpool, I believe. Right, okay. uh, which would kind of make sense of both. But, you know, would they play for the middle, perhaps? They've you got a bit of a short You still support Liverpool. Well, you, well, I don't know. Does it work like that? Do players work like that? It's hard to say, isn't it? Well, that's true. Yeah, it's, 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 it's nice to hear of a footballer liking football sometimes. <laughs> yeah. kinda, you know, it is rare sometimes. But I think, yeah. I think, I think with Walcott, he's, he's different to all the other high, slightly high-profile players that they've lost in the last few seasons because... He wants to play for mm. Arsenal Football Club, mm. and uh, it'll be it will be a, a big loss if, if yeah. he goes to it. Indeed, well, the club that uh, that he may go to, Liverpool, like we said, 
They owe someone a hiding, and Norwich City were the ones who got it. Mm. Um, Suarez got a hat trick. What an exquisite hat trick as well! It's the mm. sort of finishing that you know when you watch videos of him at Ajax, see him just doing that sort of thing all the time, and he was absolutely prolific there, sort of like goal a game kind of stats. Two hat tricks in two seasons at Carrow. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it's just exquisite. The second one, seven, was, second one was brilliant when the Norwich fans were giving him sticks. He oh, missed quite yeah. an easy chance, and they messed up at the back, and he just <laughs> capitalised brilliantly. Well, you know so much skill. I saw it when he went through, and I was I was watching it um, with my friend who's a Liverpool fan. And he went through and he missed that chance. And I said, you see, that's the trouble. Yeah. It's the trouble. He can't put... And, and before I finish the sentence, <laughs> he's, he's done a lovely out, um, you know, outside of yeah, the boot. Yeah, but it's like, he's always like, right, I'm not having this. Yeah. Yeah. He got off the guy, nutmegged him, and then put in the bottom then, and then, yeah, and then Outside then, of the boot, curled yeah. into the b- bottom corner. And, and then some brilliant. of the Norwich fans did that thing, which I really, really hate when football fans do, is... Suarez misses and they all slag him off a, you know a couple of yeah. thousand on the big wall of ah, and Suarez scores doesn't taunt them or anything and they go mental at him and it's like what? no come on yeah. <laughs> there's got to be a bit of give and take have your right to reply exactly yeah and yeah. he wasn't he wasn't an idiot when he celebrated you know, he was yeah, right like, up to them not like Gareth Bale at, no. uh, or Christian Bale at um, <laughs> <laughs> but shouldn't have got his batarang out yeah. <laughs> Liverpool have been doing things Right, as we said, though, and they've not been getting the results. So it's been good to see it come together for them. Obviously, not for Norwich's sake, but as you say, Luke, you know, it's just not quite happened. And, and as I said, Suarez has been a part of that as well. And finally, he's got a hat trick, and they're hopefully away. And good to see uh, Shaheen score as well. He's yeah. a good player. We got a couple in the Capital One Cup <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. well. Holt was ruthless in his um, in his finish. Yeah, he was. I mean, God, he's not starting games for them, is he? Mm. But he, he gets mm. a chance and he puts it away. He's got to, got to give himself a chance of getting in the team now because mm. they're not doing brilliantly. Norwich Ruth, you, ruthless like his larder. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is it's good to see Liverpool and um, Rodgers giving some young players a chance I mean that Andre Wisdom played and they mm. started the game and, and Suso's been starting and Raheem Sterling three teenagers it's great yeah, stuff that's, that's it? great yeah. yeah I mean you could argue that's because it, Rodgers is annoyed with the players the senior players yeah. got back <laughs> yeah that's true sends a message mm. indeed uh, Sunderland beat Wigan 1-0 it's Sunderland's first league win since March it's crazy that isn't it it's weird you get these runs that you sort of don't quite notice where someone's doing absolutely terribly yeah well because there's a, a, a great big summer in the way and, and all sorts I mean, of other events yeah. you they've forget they've so many games yeah that's yeah. right as well um, I've got to say that Mignolet made for me one of the best saves I've seen in years yeah. against Kone not enough was made about that it was that. amazing it, it was, was amazing. different class and it wasn't like Kone fluffed the chance really. yeah. he, like, point <laughs> blank he buried it yeah there's a lot of understeer apart from the main two matches uh, over the weekend I know it's a match of the day um, there's a lot of underst- understated sort of delivery of the commentating style they didn't sort yeah. of go big on anything really well, um, Stephen Fletcher scoring again for, yeah. for mm. Sunderland. His fifth league goal. I think that's Sunderland's. I thought the sending off was harsh. Well, sending off. Well, just quickly on on Fletcher. There was a lot of stick given about his price tag, understandably so. Yeah. But he's he's repaying them. See, I, I don't think that's as, as controversial as a lot of people think. I know it's was it fourteen million for him. Yeah, it's going to get you goals. It'll get you like fifteen oh, it's, goals. It's a, bit, it's quite it's a lot of money though for a player who's not. But really that's that's the going rate though, isn't it? Well, it appears to be, yeah. I mean, if, if he carries on scoring at this rate, who's going to complain? Yeah, no one's going to complain. Well, go on. Uh, Jordi Gomez was sent off. Yeah, I thought the, that was hard. For yeah, the yeah. type of challenge which, let's be honest, we see quite a lot, and I'm not saying that. When Luke says. I can't get anywhere near up that sort of pace. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think it was a sending off then? I think, uh, well, I think it was harsh. I think, to be honest, if that was a sending off, then Larson should have been a sending off as yeah. well. Larson's was more dangerous, in my view. But, but, but he's a Gomez, better footballer so. Gomez, <laughs> Gomez was a funny one as far as he had his studs up initially but then his sort of foot went down and it didn't necessarily look that dangerous to me I thought it was harsh I did did you? yeah okay. yeah but if you were a yoghurt and he does it to a yoghurt 
that would burst everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, you know, think of it from the youngest perspective. It's a terrifying point. That so. is the standard that things are judged on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. If that was it, if, if do that again, but on the yogurt. And if yeah. the yogurt bursts, you're off. Yeah, yeah exactly. But then you've the got to have a test. think about yourself. <laughs> you've you got to have an early shower because you'll be covered in yogurt. It's an opinion. Reading drew two all with Newcastle, Pete, and it was. Yeah, they looked really good. Quite fantastic, the goal from Denver Bar to get It's big pards on the eight year deal. <laughs> oh my! Everyone's loving it. I just saw on Twitter block capitals eight years, and I was yeah. like, "What's happened?" Oh, I see. Uh, Alan Pardew looks like the sort of man who takes special dancing shoes to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like he fancies himself quite a lot. Then oh, I'm going to go and cut some rug now. Yeah. Oh, snake hips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah snake no, boots. I thought. Uh, I thought. Uh, Newcastle are in a bit of trouble at the back, to be honest. Uh, Pacino looked. Uh, he's not. He's not centre back. He, you know, he's pulled us out of um, sticky situations back in the last season, but he's not. He's not first choice. But they've um, considered against back. Noel Hunt, who is essentially a simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen how simple he looks, Noel Hunt? He's proper village idiot stuff, yeah. isn't he? It reminds me of that. It, whenever I see him, it reminds me of that quote from the thick of it when she goes, uh, "If he was born two hundred years ago, they wouldn't let him milk a cow." <laughs> <laughs> is, is he Stephen Hunt's brother? Is yeah. that right? Yeah, because yeah. the, the pair of them are just raging, sort of bog-dwelling mentals, aren't they? <laughs> raging bog-dwelling mentals. Back to football, though. Wow, Denver Bar, what a goal! The first. It one. was a. Lo- it was a lovely goal. T- grip pass from Tiot as well. Month. And we've kind of. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, tough. again, Motson didn't make that much of it, and I was Motson like, Motson doesn't know what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's definitely in the net, and that's all we can be thankful for. Yeah. Um, I recognise that happening. The second one was a bit naughty. Well, mm. you know, it was. weirdly, in if, that position, if you were you know, allowed to use your hands in football, that's an amazing finish. Yes, yeah, <laughs> take nothing away from the skill involved. Yeah. Yeah. You aren't gonna. I mean, you aren't. If he'd missed that, that would have been a bit like. Oh, <laughs> to be fair, to try, and, to try and get power, but um, from across a with with an open like arm, one inch punch. Well, he yeah. headed it onto his hand. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But I th- I we think don't condone. It was handball. This Denver Bar, we like Denver Bar. Yeah, but like, yeah, but at two one, you're not gonna, you're not gonna go. Oh yeah, hit my hand. You're never going to go Closer What? So there we are Closer Miroslav oh, yeah. Closer mm. did do that Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did, he did, he did. I mean, Decanio Decanio did something similar It's dodgy ground really Because Peter Crouch did the same last week And, and uh, in the post-match interview Which is carried out pretty quickly after the game Players are saying now Oh it was handball That's dodgy Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think they should I mean, It's like when Beckham like, had, his, had his yellow his Yeah, yellow yeah or something. Like, so, Wow people think I'm stupid well, don't, yeah, yeah you are stupid Because you're telling people about it just, yeah. you know, just, We know no. what you've done Oh yeah I, I, I felt something But I, cu- I couldn't be sure to be honest well, The, the thing is though with, with Denver Bar If he if he says to the referee uh, No it was handball the, the trouble is for him Is that um, Everything he then does For the next year Oh, you cheated! You should have said the. Re- you know, I just think he's on, yeah. on on to nothing there. So I don't blame him for going away and not saying anything. You know, I think the reference. It's not. It's, don't get me wrong. We'd love everybody to turn around and say. Oh, given, I've been given the scoreline. We'd all do exactly the same. Mm. Well, I just think that it's, obviously it's the official's job to officiate the game. If they make a mistake, then so be it. But I just think it's a little bit. Cl- Pardew should have said to Bar, or and 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 the same with um, with uh, Pulis and Crouch. You know, don't tell the piss here. Don't don't say an interview. You just say something like, "Oh, I wasn't really sure." You know, yeah. Yeah. But but bla- brazenly. Well, not, 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 say well, that. But what difference does it make? We can all see what it was. Me and minutes later, the, uh, the Fondra missed an absolute sitter, pretty much. Mm. And I yeah. sort of think, well, you know, if you'd put that away, you would have been three two up, possibly um, four two up anyway. So most pretentious name in the Premier League: Glenville Adam James Lafondra. Yeah, that is brilliant. Glenville Lafondra. <laughs> <laughs> a character in like a, 
2000 AD comic or something. He's going to be signed by Real Madrid. Let's yeah. go on the basis the of that. Glenville. <laughs> Glenville Lafondra. Like a baddie in a judge. Glenville Adam Lafondra. Oh, Goals in my game. <laughs> uh, what about Aston Villa versus West Brom? It was Didn't watch it. Avoided no. it like the play. That was super Any good? <laughs> Any good? Mm. Uh, not really. Darren Bent on the bench. Uh, uh, he was. He came on and scored. Happened. It was strange. Before the game, they were, they were talking about... Um, you know Villa Park and, and, and how great it was and one thing and another and Kevin Phillips said well you know the, the last time he was there it was for a Take That concert and the atmosphere was amazing so hopefully Villa Park can get back to somewhere near that what, what? All, the, all the home fans just going never forget <laughs> where you're coming from that's confusing what time's the encore oh there's a clock there so it's yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was concert. It, it was one all, um, and it wasn't a great game. But nice to see Bent uh, amongst the goals. Come off the because he got the captaincy taken off him as well. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Bentie, quite interesting one. Given ben, Bentinho, given, given he's the only sort of really attacking player worth a damn. It's a bit strange the way he's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a very I, natural I, focal point as well for, for for Lambert's style. But, you think but he's had about fifty clubs in the last you know five five years. Perhaps he's not you know the, he does the, move the best kind of like talisman for that sort of thing. And also, would you not rather them just get on with his game? But the yeah. thing is, what, what, by putting him on the bench <laughs> <laughs> of Tetris on the Game Boy. Yeah, it's a bit confusing with Ben. Right, I'm taking the captaincy off you, which is what Paul Lambert said. I'm yeah. taking the captaincy so you can focus on your game. Fair enough, you know. Yeah, I want yeah. to score goals. You're on the bench. What? <laughs> <laughs> what you want focus. <laughs> Can I have the captaincy back? Focus! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Not going to fall you, for that What do you boys think about um, Swansea, by the way? Because we talked about them a bit last week and we said Stoke would be a tough place from the go. And it was. They were beaten. I mean, they, they had a bit of the ball, but they... Well, probably most of the balls, to be fair, but it is Stoke. I think but they've taken a swan dive. They have, haven't they? Mm. They just didn't create enough. They, they need like a bit two of a chances swan song. Something in the whole match. It's, it's all about, for me, the possession they have is all mm. well and good, and I, I don't want to sound like a sort of, you know, a little Englander here. You are. Okay, fair, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but there's no penetration. And the way you can see that is. Um, people will point to the fact they've had a few defensive injuries and stuff, but they've not scored a goal in the last three games. Then they have so much of the ball. If you've got 61, 62% of possession every game, but you're not scoring any goals, mm. it's, it something's up, I think. Penetration's what you need. They lost against Villa for crying out loud. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that, Move that, on. That tells it <laughs> I'm just going to make a statement here, Quickly. and you guys can draw your own conclusions from it about mm-hmm. what Swansea are doing wrong. Here we go. They didn't mark Peter Crouch on a corner. <laughs> it's true. They, that is terminal. No yeah. one needs to tell you to do that, surely. No. But they've got Manchester City and Chelsea very, very soon. It's, uh, mm. it's worrying. Four points. There's no easy games in this division, Pete. <laughs> no. I don't know if you forgot that while you were away. No. There's not. There's no easy games in the Championship either, which is where we're off to now. Um, uh, the, uh, the big East Midlands derby, Nottingham Forest 0, Derby County 1. Ooh. I missed this because I was at the, um, I was at the big one. The day before, what, I was at Portsmouth Scumthorpe. You know, what, what, on the end of the big one, were you? Portsmouth it, it took you a day to recover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not, <laughs> did you see it? Did you see it? I wasn't even start. drinking. Yeah. Uh, we're, not, we're not in that league yet. All right. Um, uh, and uh, so, good win for Derby. Uh, Charlton drew one all with Blackburn at Rovers. Steve Keane has finally gone. I, t- I, I, I took him out. I, you I told did. you last week. <laughs> I was going to drive around with him for a bit, I have a word with it, him. That was the tipping point for him. If he heard it, fair enough. Got to get in a car with Jim. Even Jim. Jim doesn't rate me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got very low standards. 
Um, oh, do you imagine him sort of rolling around his mansion going, oh, like playing the victim because there's no milk in the house or something? <laughs> We're oh. going to have to downsize. <laughs> big, big Tim Sherwood's looking like it, I think. I didn't or Alan. knock it back. Him or Alan. I thought Sherwood rejected it. Well, I think, I don't know, I might be, I'm a bit out of my comfort zone here, but I think that he might have been had, had his eye on a job at Spurs, mm. a bigger job at Spurs. <laughs> thought he was going to get that. No, I think there was been like talk of him getting stuff. the director of football job or something. Oh, like I thought he meant like. No, 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 no. Back in the middle. Yeah. Sure enough. Pulling them strings. But I'll tell you something, it's not a bad job for Sherwood, is it? They've got a lot of money, no. they, they're flying high. Although saying that, players. I mean, that's, short, that's a difficult job for anyone. It's you look at the fact that yeah. are trying to inf- influence bit, the team and they make chicken. They, you know, like, forget that they've started well. Yeah, they have, yeah. They've yeah. got points on it the board. It seems like a very odd time to fire him for me. Mm. Well, very he quit, time. didn't he? Wow. He said he was pushed. Yeah. Mm. We don't know. We're never going to know, are we? But to me, yeah. well, we might do. He'll get pissed at so me. Is this for Kane now? Is this it for Kane? I mean, who's going to take him on as a manager? Please, I mean, we, we can all we can all be unified as football fans around this table at the same time by saying, "Please, not our club." <laughs> yeah. You two are all right. Arsenal, Newcastle. I, I could Newcastle. Get you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of black men, apparently uh, Alan's uh, quite interested. We, we've given, never got you can imagine it at Newcastle. We've given Pardew an eight-year deal. What? Steve King's just resigned. Oh, typical. <laughs> typical. We'll, we'll bring him in as director of football. Yeah. We'll sideline Pardew. First team coach. <laughs> I'm thinking Dubai. For, yeah, uh, yeah, for, for Steve get yourself a payday not with that complexion come on <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> he'd, struggle. he'd be a flame the moment he got off the plane <laughs> yeah, he would um, <laughs> and what about Leeds United they they won 3-2 away to Bristol City Al Hadge Duf with a brace and they could experience a takeover soon you've got to use his full name because he's playing for Warnock it's El Hadge Albert Duf the sewer rat <laughs> <laughs> the spitting sewer rat yeah yeah yeah, um, uh, Ken Bates. Well, Leeds United fans will have your fingers crossed for a takeover, won't they? They've been, yeah. been crying out for it for ages. <laughs> Ken Bates with a number of parting shots to the Leeds fans. When yeah, he I left. think whether you whether you like Leeds or hate Leeds, and lots of people do hate Leeds, surely everybody would be almost happy for the Leeds fans to be rid of Ken Bates. Yeah. Nobody wants that horrible, horrible homunculus in there. I, I, I met a bloke <laughs> once who um, I can't remember. Whatever, he met Ken Bates at something or other and he said it was really strange because there was this little old woman who would go around with him and I don't think it was his wife I don't know, he said I don't know who it was and she would just Ken Bates would basically leave a trail of destruction like slagging everybody off and get out of our demand this blah, blah, blah. and the little old woman would walk around sort of just behind him going that's Ken Bates you know that's Ken Bates <laughs> you know? yeah, like his job cheerleader <laughs> he's got thing. a slave yeah. at Chelsea because <laughs> yeah. I, I, my first so strange. my first job in media was working at, uh, on the Chelsea TV station in between years uni- at university and that's when Ken Bates was chairman of Chelsea and uh, about the rumour was I've never met him but was the this room- woman there? was this Commodore era? yeah the, the woman wasn't there <laughs> no? And, um, but the, um, the, uh, the rumour was that he, he would only reply to you if you called him Mr Chairman Oh. You could call him Bates or Batesy. Or Why would you call him Batesy? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you oh, call him Batesy? Batesy. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of your minions. <laughs> oh, hey, where's that old girl mean? you got around, eh? Do you want to sit on my knee, does she, eh? I'm, fr- I'm freelance, Batesy. I do what I want. Can he be shut it? But yeah, apparently he only responded to Mr. Chairman. Did you, ever, did you ever say that to him? No, I never met him. Oh. Never met him. Yeah, you're too punk rock for that, I suppose. <laughs> uh, go on then, Portsmouth. Yeah, uh, to beat, beat Scunthorpe two one in win. what can only be described <laughs> first league game, uh, home league win of the season. Mm-hmm. Can only be described as one of the worst examples of football <laughs> I've ever sat through. <laughs> there was a good half an hour. I mean, and, and obviously, well versed uh, football fans will relate to this. Sometimes you go to watch a game, you see a poor game, you're like, that's a bit annoying. Cost me twenty quid, whatever. There are certain games where you think. What is the point of life? <laughs> what is the point of me being here? And for about half an hour in the second half, 
Um, <laughs> I was sat there and it, I mean, it had been turgid like 10 sliding tackles a minute yeah. in the big man Scunthorpe got a massive number 9 I don't know who he is I just wasn't interested in finding out every ball hit him and, and, and honestly I promise you this happened there's a guy next to me who I didn't know I sat there I looked over I caught his eye looked at him he looked back at me and went I've got a season ticket <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, amazing and it did make me feel a little bit better I have yeah. to say but they got a win last minute can't complain so that was okay. Well, you massively courageous. Oh yeah, I can't complain really. Yeah, the with, the, with the result, the result was wins, wins, win. <laughs> uh, right, let's go to the SPL. Um, the big one: Motherwell zero, Celtic two. Mm, Ooh. That gap is diminishing. It's diminishing. Well, you yeah, say that. I mean, only ten points. Only ten points separate the whole team. Separate first and last. They talk about oh, it's only a two-horse race now. Rangers have gone, so Rangers probably aren't that far <laughs> behind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let me have it. And uh, I, I would suggest that. I mean, is that twelve-horse race? Well, I'm going to say I'll tell Craigie you. Bruden was to... a few years early with that prediction when he named every team in the league. I'm about to back you up by saying anyone who complains about Scottish football, yeah. take a look at Inverness Cali Thistle. Played eight. Yeah. Yeah. Scored fifteen. <laughs> Conceded 16 <laughs> Perfect Sail that home Sail that down the Clyde It's amazing So with, with the SBO as it is mm. Rangers aren't that far behind Are they point wise <laughs> could, could they still happen About 50 still be points in total behind Which they used to Promoted yeah. like two divisions Like Sunday football sort of stuff Because Rangers beat yeah. Motherwell in the cup Didn't they And they absolutely scored them as well was, they, they looked like an SBO side I mean they've lost they, a lot of players like, Don't be so surprised by yeah. that Yeah but they've lost loads of players uh, Let's talk about St Mirren 5 Ross County 4 yeah. Damn right we are The Buddies versus the Stag. The thing Absolutely. I found hilarious about that Is that um, Nine the, the, shots, the shots behind the goal Showed that there's a bit Facing the crowd That says family section No swearing Please <laughs> <laughs> I love the. I, I hope that it used to say family section no swearing and then have a bit of a board meeting. It's still swearing. Yeah. What are you Let's do? be nicer. Stick a please on the end. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they'll change you're it? Not fucking swearing. <laughs> Thank you for not swearing. That'll I've be got the a please left over from the please and uh, please no parking sign. <laughs> yeah. Just get rid of that. But it was amazing. I, I, honestly, I spent. Um, I saw a few games last season at Gosport Borough, which is my local non-league team, seventh tier. Yeah. Are. I genuinely think <laughs> No you don't I, I, well, let me, let <laughs> No me. you don't I genuinely think They could, they could Give him a game Shut they could up give him a game. No way Honestly it was how, so bad How dare but, you But it was brilliant Because it was bad It was 5-4 And it was one With a Stephen Thompson Overhead kick Late in the game It was a great entertainment Listen to the man Rocco Quinn scored two And his name is Rocco Quinn <laughs> A couple of those Supreme players are, I would, If I had to use two words To describe them Fairly good Robust <laughs> And industrial Okay There was one bit Actually my favourite bit Of the game is when I can't remember What the score was But uh, St Miriam went Started to knock it about, yeah. and some of the crowd they start giving it the old ole, ole. Yeah. After about five passes, they lost the ball slightly, mm. won it back, panic, tried to clear it. It came straight back in, and they conceded. It's <laughs> 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 almost like they both all looked around and went, "Oh, we're not doing that anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear But uh, Aberdeen They beat the Hibs 2-1 That's the Don's first win Since um, 18th of August yeah, In the league a Terrible time yeah. A few draws and losses And what not So Craigie Bruden mm. A little bit better from him If um, anyone can steady that shit 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Archie and Quiggy. It's Jose Mourinho. But <laughs> I've got Craig Rounds and left to do with that. Oh, dear. You can hear shuffling of paper. Mm. That's because we're done with the SPL and we're going on to La Liga. Um, you know, you have to climb down before you get back up to the profile, don't worry. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Sevilla, they uh, they lost to Barcelona uh, 3-2. Um, they were very close to winning. Uh, 2 Cesc Fabregas at uh, the centre of most of the incidents. Uh, Sevilla were 2 up. you're absolutely right. And then Cesc pulled one back and then um, received a headbutt, or did he? You, I love the way you put that in the running order. He received a headbutt. <laughs> 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 he was basically yeah, headbutting. He's got one in the post. <laughs> yeah. He had someone a headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't I'm, the only, I'm the only person who's lived in Scotland here. Clearly. <laughs> it obviously wasn't really a headbutt. Yeah, no. and the referee didn't see it either. Mm. Well, he did. He sent him off. No, it's he didn't those, see it. He, oh, okay. he was doing something else. It's one of those stupid things where he's m- doing something else. He, referee was attending with someone in the penalty. Uh, oh, I see. And, and it's head, like another job. And the headbutt happened. And there's no way. If you look at the footage, you can see the referee facing the other way. Yeah. he didn't see it. And so I don't he know might be doing what I do if I see a pretty girl with big busters. I look in it at a car window. Oh yeah, could have been. A, so he might have been looking in somebody's Mike, glasses. Mics are on. <laughs> Shit! What? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that um, obviously it was a very very harsh decision as well. He didn't yeah, really. The thing it, the thing was, Medal should know he's going to get sent off if he does that sort of thing. We see it happen all the time. It's, just, I, it's one of those things where you question why players still do it. You mm. know you can go yeah. for it. But it was Fabregas was a bit naughty though, really, because he went. Of course he was. He went towards him, and they sort of both went towards each other at the same pace. And so it wasn't that there was any clear yeah. advantage or any, any clear aggressor, really. Fabregas almost moved his cheek to receive the headbutt. There you go. <laughs> you were accurate after all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He got um, two lovely goals, to be fair. It, yeah. it was a bit of a sickener for Zavia, because then he gets the equaliser in 89, and then David Villa won it in injury time. It's brilliant to see Villa back, isn't it? it is, yeah. Yeah. Their kit's a sickener. It, is. it looks about 20 years old, that Zavia kit. Ooh. Disgraceful. It is. Maybe it yeah. is. They're very, very, you know, It is an old club. style, actually. There was, a, the, the, there was a Sevilla kit like that a good few years ago. Mm. I've seen Barca's going to use a new font. I think are uh, they designed by like a Down syndrome sounds like a conversation party. for Pete Donaldson <laughs> that's news that's yeah. news that's news okay. it's a nice little sort of cartoony sort of font is it yeah, they may take it on they may not decisions have to be made Marcus How, um, why do you know when they this? are we'll report them font, <laughs> uh, do you not subscribe to font football weekly <laughs> <laughs> brilliant just font weekly just I imagine there's not a lot of news no, it's, yeah. it's, it's a sports <laughs> section in the back that he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, Malaga going well, 4 0 against um, Real Betis. But uh, it's uh, Atletico Madrid who are right up there with, with Barcelona. They've only mm. dropped points um, all season, uh, once away to Levante. In a a boring day at the office for them, a 1 0. Only 1 0. Well, they've, they've nothing <laughs> caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, Falcao wasn't playing, to be fair. But, you know, in the league, they've won 4 0, 4 3, 2 1, 4 2. Not to mention the, the Super Cup thrashing of Chelsea. They there. won 1 0, right? And, um, and the 3 0 away win in the Europa League. Falcao didn't play, but didn't. I bet he still scored. Yeah, that's, that's how yeah. good he is. I think so, yeah. But we know Atletico Madrid. They will spurs this up. Yeah. I they are the Spurs. Is this the time, though? Maybe. But I get the impression all the players are terrified of Simeone, though. So you never know. Yeah, he's got them playing, hasn't he? But um, if oh, Falcao is just delicious, and if they can win without him, Espanyol's a tricky place to go. Only two points behind Barcelona. Who knows? Maybe they're the team in Madrid to watch this season. <laughs> yeah. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, the, the Madrid derby will, will be a, a fantastic. A I mean, normally it normally is a, a tasty affair, but mm. particularly. Is it coming round soon? Hopefully it is. Um, uh, but Real Madrid uh, beat Deportivo 5-1, Ronaldo hat-trick. Is he still sad? He's probably still... Oh, no, he he's no, 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 miserable. No, I thought he was OK. I, I thought it was interesting. He scored the first penalty with his right foot. He then uh, headed in the second. And for the third penalty, I thought, 
Is he going to maybe go left foot? You know what he's like. Yeah. yeah. The perfect hat trick, but obviously he just slotted it. Would you do that? Would you? I, I would never do that. No. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I don't think I'd be in the position to do it. I, I was going to say, I'd probably have a cor- coronary. What's Jim? <laughs> I think Ronaldo would be, probably be the first footballer to try and take a penalty. You know, like when Thierry Henry did that sort of fake kick yeah. sort of thing. Oh, with like runs in. Uh, no, no, he's, he's, I think it was just in training before oh, the match. Where he, sort of like, he runs in and he kicks... He sort of air kicks, but he's only kicked the ball with his Double standing foot. foot. Yeah. That's right, really, really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see who's going to take a penalty of that. And, and if there's one person who could pull it off, I think it would be. True. Uh, I've seen Totty do a backhill penalty in a warm Oh, that's a lovely bit of work. That yeah. actually, I don't work. think that would be allowed. Oh, okay, right. I think you have to kick the ball um, forward, but it, as in the way you're facing, sure. I do, okay. I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think that, I'm not sure. He's done it in a warm up, and I was very impressed. Yeah, it was quite I've seen uh, our ex Liverpool Australian player, uh, Harry Kuehl. Uh, Harry Kuehl do like a. Um, uh, Plant your foot, kick Rab- it with the other foot. Rabona, Rabona, yeah, no, 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 no not Rabona. Ra- no, 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 uh, I know what you, you know what I mean. Like yeah, the other right, foot interesting. Top left, it was beautiful. Interesting. Beautiful. Well, um, La Liga's got somewhere to go. If it's going to be as exciting as the SPL, but it's getting there. Um, At least it's got something to aspire to. That's amazing. Serie A, Serie A, Juventus. They're oh, running, running away with it Delicious Vidal scored again, didn't they? Vidal. Vidal. I think Juventus are probably the most entertaining team in Europe at the moment. Mm. You, uh, goal, Vidal yeah. so soon after yeah. the last goal yeah. Vidal so soon <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, off the cuff that deserved better I think it deserved better yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shouldn't have phrased it as a question Juve 3 nil up after 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> glorious Roma the, the atomic hand as well yeah. again. shades of Zola because he's small and Zola was small that's true yeah. that's yeah. how these Roma are pissing me off I thought they could do something this season they hammered again Totti got on the sheet Totti did get on the sheet Totty Totty talking about um, it's the first um, match against Juventus against Juve um, where he wasn't facing Del Piero and he Aww. sort of made, he made a lovely sort of um, speech where he sort of said uh, it'll be it'll be sad to not see him on the field. Um, I thought we could play in this match and then we could retire together, which I thought wow. was mm. adorable. Off to Australia with you. Um, uh, Totti did score midweek against Sampdoria and that put him uh, in joint third position in the all-time top goal scorer charts in Serie A. Two hundred sixteen goals. He shares that with uh, Giuseppe Miazza and uh, Jose Altafini it's a brilliant record for him because it, given that he's not really a, an out and out striker yeah. he's not a player who you, it is a you, wonderful record you go to for goals he has played up front as an out and out striker isn't yeah. he this time but it's been sort of here and there but he's not your he's, well, not, he's not a goal getter though is he? he's no. not one of those players that's not what he's in the team for predominantly well it was when they played um, kind of a strikerless system well, the Spalletti yeah. basically yeah. Yeah, yeah and he was the fulcrum of it he was it? yeah um, oh it's a great record you know. yeah but uh, another brilliant result for Juventus more to the point 4-1 mm-hmm. they're looking I mean, they're looking unstoppable. Yeah, they are. Forty odd games now, unbeaten. unbeaten. I wonder if any team's gone two full seasons unbeaten. Surely not. Stoya Bucharest. Oh, really? Didn't they have it? One hundred and eight games. Really? Something like that. Yeah. But there's there's a couple of other teams as well. There was a team in the. It was on. It was on the web recently. I think there was a team from Ivory Coast or something that went. Oh, was it over a hundred games, something like that. Milan, 50, oh that was 50 odd wasn't it Yeah, yeah But it's, uh, it's a fantastic record And, and, and they plough on um, Napoli though They're uh, hanging on in there with them They've started very well They've mm. started very well they're, Well they're level with Juventus mm. On 16 points um, Five wins and a draw Four clean sheets Cavani's got six goals already in the league And he got another one away to Sampdoria And it was a penalty Yeah but that's the thing isn't it, it was a, They scraped a 1-0 really um, That was a yeah. horrendously harsh a red card yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a penalty, but there's no way it was a last defender. I didn't think so. Mm. He didn't complain too much. No, I thought it was very harsh. It's mm. a nice penalty. Though. The difference, though, is Juventus are romping it. 
So it would be brilliant True. if Napoli could mount an actual title challenge. Obviously, it's way too early to be making any sort of prediction. But, but they, did scrape, they did scrape the results, and you're right. But I mean, they went to Sampdoria. Um, and um, Sampdoria, Sampdoria had a good start. They were promoted last year, and they're about fifth. They're doing mm, really well. Yeah. You know, Cavani's so, Cavani, so beautiful. Oh, he's lovely. Like a lovely rock star. So cheekbony. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Kiss that man. <laughs> We've got to move on though. Um, no, Palmer won Milan. <laughs> Milan won um, El Sharawi. Mm-hmm. Or Sharawi, mm-hmm. however um, you want to pronounce it. He's uh, he scored a few goals recently. We said that, that Milan really need him to have a big season. He got one away to Palmer. Okay, they drew one all, but they did beat Cagliari um, two 0 midweek. He got the both, the both of them. Um, they are eleventh with with seven points though. Um, so it's not a great start But better the, the young lads getting a few goals We're not openly losing games If you mean that by <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're Slowly turning the screw yeah, yeah. Let, Let's hope uh, for their well, yeah, sakes I mean, we, said, we said this before I mean, the, the amount of personnel they've lost Players like Al Sharawai have got to step up They've got yeah. to be yeah. I mean, players for, done Boateng as well Yeah exactly yeah Oh, Boateng missed a few chances mm. in, uh, Against Palmer would be annoyed at that um, But the goal of the weekend in Serie A, ladies and gentlemen, was at Palermo, where they beat Chiova 4-1. Mikkeli with a hat-trick, and my giddy aunt Peach, you're going to talk us through his volley. Yeah, it. <laughs> he definitely hit it. Yeah. It was like uh, Zizou in the uh, cup final. You his, Champions his League volley. final at Hamden. Yeah, his volley. But from but, near the halfway like line. miles away. 50 it yards? It was massive. It was massive. Yeah, it was not, not far right off the, the centre circle, was it? The technique was glorious. Because he knew... That was going in as he was shaping up to hit it. It was, you know, it was just perfect. It was technique. computer game stuff. Well, it looked to me like he he knew because he had already seen the keeper so far off his line. He thought the ball comes to me. I'm hitting this first time. Yeah. And it did come to him and he and he executed but, it perfectly. But, but like to hit it so high, like mm. almost sort of head height. Yeah. Is you know th- th- that is such technique. It was as sweetly hit as that inter goal in the Champions League. Mm. Yes. Uh, Stankovic was that. Mm. It was it's like that, it's like that Mark Hughes uh, video you. Um, yeah, you Mark Hughes was still hit on the ramble. I'll tell you something. Mikkeli's an underrated striker in my opinion. You yeah. never hear him he talk about. He was at Juve for a bit. Wasn't he's he? got a great record for Palermo. He's got like a one and two record yeah. for Palermo. He's it's a stocky little dynamo. He's like a bulldog. He's great. I think it was Juve. Yeah, he's not. Athlete. He doesn't look like an athlete, does he? No. <laughs> Stocky. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of, um, just quickly, because I know we're not probably not going to do league uh, today. Mm. Um, but did you see Steve Mandanda for Marseille? Oh, uh, Marseille got beaten. It was, yeah, it was amazing though. He got the ball. He had the ball in his arms. Went to throw it out. Uh, did a, a really good uh, Sunday league. I'm not really a keeper. I'm just filling in. Throw out. Held the ball too long. It bounced into the ground. <laughs> the, key, the striker just got it and put it in. It was amazing. <laughs> he, and also, he's got. Th- I'm thinking he's got three brothers. And all of them are called all of them are goalkeepers and one of them is called Parfait Mandanda which is obviously French for <laughs> perfect nice oh, brilliant name that's amazing while yeah. we're doing leagues we're not going to do as well did you see Thierry Henry's display and goal in the MLS the, the last couple of weeks is that he scored one from a corner last week yeah, th- this week he's, it was two assists and, a, and, and three assists three assists and a, an excellent goal which was you know nowhere near as far out but similar to Michelis and it was like hit it first time see the goalkeeper off his line right. Pete you went to an MLS game I did, yes, I saw uh, LA Galaxy against, oh Christ, I can't even blum and remember. To be quite frank, what was happening in uh, the middle of the Riot Squad, which is uh, the, the, the firm, the right. firm sort of thing, the Galaxy firm that they got. Oh, They've right. got two firms on opposing sides of the Was it particularly... Yeah, well, they, they seem to concern themselves mainly with singing and dancing, and the, 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 the chants are quite complex. Hey, and, uh, oh, fair and enough. The, but they, they don't seem to be watching the match at any point, which is really, really funny. There was, there was a, a, a man with a newborn baby in his arms <laughs> and stuff. All the stuff you think, Jesus well, Christ, you did not see that anywhere else. Can, it was, what, can I can make out the Galaxy? Because when you see European teams, they have like a cheerleading um, 
guy who starts the songs and yeah. stuff, right? But the Galaxy fans, people can take turns doing that, can't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So sort of I was gonna go. I was gonna. I was gonna try and get. I was gonna step up there. Yeah, I was <laughs> step up there earlier. I was gonna step up there and do some. Uh, do some awesome. But because it was just. Because it was just like. It was very much secondary to what was actually um, happening in the stands. But was it was it, was it a good bit of a It was good. Though? It was it was fun. It was, it was the most bizarre um, football experience I've ever seen. Cause it, it was so sort of like family orientated. Um, I'd like to thank uh, the lad who, who, who got me tickets and, and showed us around. Uh, well done, him. Ro- Robert Juster. And you've um, cut pork at Leicester City, so you've had a few yeah. weird exactly. football experiences. And, uh, Did Beckham play? Beckham no Beckham was injured apparently they oh. know they know apparently they can pinpoint exactly when he's going to get injured or when he's going to get um, two yellow cards well, Russell uh, Grant, when, when something when something uh, is happening in London or something he has to <laughs> oh, be, yeah. I see. before the Olympics they were you know they were quite clear on I see, uh, I see. He, he got like uh, he got suspended for a little period of time but I was actually walking towards uh, getting some candy floss or some popcorn or something and uh, this uh, <laughs> this policeman came up to me and went uh, hey Man, uh, did you not get the message? And I was like, oh, God, what have I done now? The man's got a gun and a nice uniform. And he goes... Uh, <laughs> and you love that. And he goes, uh, no juridies allowed. And I was like... Oh. I'm actually from Hartlepool, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Let that me stop you there. <laughs> I grabbed his pepper spray, maced him. Uh, no, <laughs> and and, 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 he, uh, and, he, and he's, uh, he's a ramble uh, listener. How and about that? And, and a ramble listener with a gun. Like it's well. finally happened. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, and he's uh, very keen on um, thank you for your email, uh, lady. Um, oh, set thing as well. Yeah, so oh, maybe, we'll, maybe we can bring I'll, that out for. I've one. seen a photo of this man. He looks simply like the most American man of all time. Yeah, I, I took um, a video of him going um, thank you for your email, lady, but um, it didn't come out annoyingly. I've got a photograph, but I can't see his name badge. Mm. So apologies. Do get in touch if you're uh, around. If you are yeah. that man, police man. <laughs> he was lovely, gun. fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, and I, was, I was also oh. in Japan for a little while as well. I'll, were, I'll, yeah. get this, I'll get this story out of the way as well. Did you see the J League? Uh, say again? Did you see any of the J League? Uh, no, but I tried to buy a J League shirt. Ridic- everything's ridiculously expensive, obviously. Yeah. But like, um, J League shirts, round about roughly £120, right? Mm. Wow. No, wait, wrong, incorrect, sorry. Yeah, £120. £12. Sorry, £120. <laughs> um, Real Madrid, Chelsea, Liverpool, tops, £80. Which Still is expensive. a little bit disappointing. Well, disappointing, because yeah, you surely mean. you'd want your home teams to um, and there's some great kits out there as well I really wanted one but I was like 120 quid for. you have to get drunk first I'm sure one's on its way well let's uh, let's come back to, to Europe um, uh, we mentioned Stoy Bucharest earlier very briefly and they've started the season impressively they're just seven wins out of nine only one loss and I get joined, the impression they joined Marcus, top Jim they joined top with uh, Fran Dury anything to do with the results of course no. it isn't because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's to do with Gigi Bacali we have to link it in somewhere and uh, we and really don't and that's how I did it um, he's uh, he's he's been racist again <laughs> no he? he hasn't well he, he uh, says he's seen the quote he hasn't <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I love how he, he always—you know how he goes on about gypsies, mm-hmm. which is horrendous behaviour. He's just <laughs> starting this quote. I don't know what the question is, <laughs> but he just starts off saying, "Nobody's nicer to gypsies than me." <laughs> All right, that's that's the beginning. I've got a room full of pegs. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "And I have nothing against blacks. Sorry, African Americans." I, I like to think that he put his hands on his hips. Yeah. I like, I like PC gone mad. I like yeah. to think that he put his hands on his hips when he did that. Sorry, African Americans. <laughs> but then he goes on to say, I just don't sign blacks because they're not suitable. They don't play well in our weather. So many things wrong with this as well. He's, he's apologised for calling them blacks and immediately called them blacks again. Yeah. He's like, don't play well in our weather. Staggering. I just I mean we've had enough like we've had like Edge and Mutu and people like that who have come over I suppose so I guess like 
you know, they, they play well in slightly. Um, Don't try and reason nicer with Bacali. <laughs> the only way to, to, to we've got to subvert this. The only way we can, we can highlight and mock the man. Yeah, outrageous. He's a terrible human being, and he has mm. awful views. And he's uh, probably mates with Seth. Yeah, definitely yeah. mates with Seth. Sh- shall we just stop talking about him because he's not a nice man? No, he's an <laughs> asshole. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to be aware of where they are. Indeed. So, um, right. Keep uh, your racists close. Good news, Ramblers. We have a betting partner. And our betting partner, William Hill, are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you, a listener to the Football Ramble, open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. We've missed this. We're going to have a game from Pete. Ooh. We are. Um, what was the Pressure. last one? I forget, to be honest. Was it Ian Wone? 50 that... to one? No, I think it might have been some Million pound drog? No, no, that was the first, first one. one. Marcus, Ooh, get it together, mate. Anyway. <laughs> well, you don't even know. The game this week that has nothing to do with uh, going for gold or any of the other games is... Ready, steady, Gary Cook. Oh. <laughs> oh. How does this work? Of course. Well, uh, Jim, I'm glad you asked. Because <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I am the current manager of Skonto FC. Who am I? Skonto FC? Skonto. Wow. Stop. <sighs> Jan Mulby. No. Oh, it was a good guess, Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah, it was wrong, but it was a good, a good, a good guess. <laughs> Words came out of the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I considered them, I said no. I am 36. Stop. Nakata. Oh, no, we've had Nakata, haven't we? Yeah. I was just thinking... I'm, I'm almost certain we've had this guy, but I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a result. Don't I don't think we have I'll any. I'll get it I together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I served under Tamuri Kitsubaya fairly recently Ooh. as a player. Okay. Stop. Sasa Churchich. No. Stop. John Dal Thomason. No. She's 36, was a player, now a manager. I did a lap of appreciation in 2006 on the south coast of England. Ooh. Okay. Stop. Herman Ryderson? Is he still playing? No, he's still playing. Yeah. No. I started my first club was. Uh, let's have a go at this. <laughs> Padogava Riga, moving on to Skonto Metal. Stop. You got him. Yeah. Is it. Um, oh, what's his name? Up front for Southampton, the young striker. Is it Marion Bahas? Yeah. It's Marion Bahas. Yeah! It's <laughs> mugged him. Stolen it. The Latvian Michael Owen. As soon as you said Riga, you, you got it. You me. You that was, no, it was like David Nugent's England goal. <laughs> <laughs> I should have sent it, should I? <laughs> Do you know what? I, as soon as it was Riga, I thought, he's Latvia, must be. Mm. And then Luke set me up. There you go. Cheers, pal. No worries. I'll take the assist. I'll chalk it up. Yeah. I'll chalk Born it up. Born in the Ukraine, though. Mm. Ooh, didn't to I? two Latvian parents. Oh, how about that? Right, let's have some correspondence, damn you. Yes, we've got um, something here from Rich about non-league day. Oh, yeah. Which is coming up on the 13th of October. It's a very noble cause, something that, um, that's close to all our hearts, I'm sure. As I mentioned earlier in the show, I go and see Gosport Borough quite a lot over my uh, local side. Mm. Um, that weekend, the 12th and 13th, I believe, is the, the weekend England plays San Marino. Uh, in a qualifier so there's no games there's no club games uh, yeah. at the top level so it's a good chance <laughs> not, to go and see um, not a great international game are they? <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> good chance to go and see your local non-league team um, support it it's grassroots football it's important um, for more information go to nonleagueday.co.uk uh, yeah check it out 
I think I'm up in the northeast, and maybe I'll go and see Berwick Rangers. Yeah, there's oh, like, I uh, think there's about 800 games being, being played all over the place, apparently. Oh, uh, Big Martin Tyler is the uh, the ambassador for it. Kingstonian. Yeah, he's at Kingstonian as well. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. Oh, and I've got another shout out quickly for a guy called James Ashworth, who apparently has been travelling around the world listening to the Ramble. He sent us a few emails. We missed them. So yeah, um, nice one, James. Top work. Yeah, well done, Jamesy. And now it's profile time, you beauties. Ah, this man is considered to have pioneered the wing-back position. It's Nilton Dos Santos. Brazilian. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Brazilian <laughs> legend. I can't ever think this is going to be a short profile. Do you think? Well, yeah. two clubs, wing-back, spivvy moustache. That's all you need. Here he goes. I would applaud, but you actually got one of those facts wrong. Yeah. One club. Um, <laughs> two clubs? Brazil's not a club. Oh, Just come you're on. not a member. I'm not having this. <laughs> Brazil's not a club. It's a, it's a team. Two teams. Like, they act like a boys' club, but it isn't. <laughs> um, he was born on the 16th of May. You're going down, Marcus. 25. 42 years before the Summer of Love. Nice one. The Summer of Love was nothing then. It wasn't even mm. thought of. It wasn't a glint in the century's eye. No. <laughs> Um, uh, like I said uh, moments early many think of him as the pioneering wing back of our game and is thus rated by those many as the best wing back in the history of football listen up um, big just talk to, just to, well uh, let me get your attention I've played at wing back so you've done bloody well then. I'm interested um, <laughs> my interest is peaked FIFA's team of the 20th century consisted of a front three of Pele, Garincha and Maradona They'd get on. We struggle yeah. for goals there. Eh? Loads of passes. <laughs> um, That'd just be an argument. Yeah. <laughs> um, in midfield, Cruyff, De Stefano, Platini. God, this is going to be a really argue thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Yashin in goal. And at the back, Carlos Alberto, Franz Beckenbauer, Bobby Moore, and Nilton Santos. There you go. Good company. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Those right. guys trying to calm down the front. <laughs> yeah. You're listening. He was born in Rio and grew up playing football on the beach and in the street, as many young chaps do in Brazil. He didn't come through the youth ranks at any club, which is quite an unusual avenue for professional players. He was discovered by chance when he was serving in the Air Force, just playing a bit of football. So, in 1948, he got a trial for Botafogo and he passed that with flying colours. He's in his early 20s now, so he became a mm. professional footballer yeah. in his early 20s. Um, Ian Wright-esque Indeed, indeed uh, He was a forward But the coaches at the club Converted him to fullback As they saw something else In the great man um, He was a different type of player To the rest I think that's why he was, was converted His reading of the game was superb Positioning excellent, uh, excellent. He would often turn defence into attack um, Obviously because he was an attack-minded player um, And he would get up and down the left flank Like nobody had seen before um, Passing and dribbling Was said to be an absolute class above as well now um, for a man who hadn't played professional football until he was sort of 22 23 his knowledge of the game was extraordinary and his teammate Mario Zagallo of course the great Brazilian player and uh, coached him at France 98 said there was hardly ever a match situation that caught Nilton by surprise you just had to see him on the pitch for five minutes to see that he knew absolutely everything there was to know about football and this um, all this kind of stuff got him the nickname the encyclopedia <laughs> amazing <laughs> the pedo for short Oh, oh, come on <laughs> No uh, You ruin everything <laughs> I was going to go for something like Oh he arrives in uh, Volumes or something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hard back Yeah <laughs> <laughs> The encyclopedia The spine of the team yeah, yeah, was replaced by a CD-ROM in the 90s <laughs> 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 Confusing <laughs> oh. 
Um, now, that knowledge was put into action during a Botafogo training session in 1953. Uh, a number of young lads were there on trial and trying to impress, and one of the lads who had been playing on the right wing picked the ball up, took it up to the Nilden uh, Santos and nutmegged him. And uh, it was quite a big thing, you know, for mm. a plucky lad to do that. And uh, Nilton said to the coach afterwards, I don't know if there's any fullback in the world who will be able to stop that right winger. I know I won't, so I'd rather be on his team, so better sign him fast before any other club does. The young man in question would go on to be known simply as Garincha. Marion Pahar. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Garincha. Yeah, no, How yeah. about that, eh? Yeah. Yeah. They were big mates, weren't they? They were, yeah. Uh, Santos, um, Nilton Santos would become a bit of a mentor. Yeah, he took him under his wing, a bit of a big brother figure. He talks about it. Arguably much. failed. <laughs> well, well uh, not in a footballing sense. Back. Yeah. Uh, good. Um, yeah, Garincha, of course, had a lot of demons off the field, but um, around Nilton Santos, you know, he would never drink. And for Garincha, that was a big that's, thing, you yeah, know. that's really interesting. Yeah. He, he must so have had a lot of respect for him then. Yeah. And a lot of drinking elsewhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, just never saw him. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he still drank when he was with him in the building, but he just sort of sneak off. Yeah. Have one in the toilet, maybe. Yeah, true. Um, drinks, that is. Uh, <laughs> Nilton Santos didn't play a part in the 1950 World Cup. Despite his first call, um, call up being in 1949, but he did represent Brazil in the 94 World Cup finals. 54. Sorry, 54, yeah. yeah. 94, he'd be a bit old. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good he was. I know he's that, yeah, he's pretty good. But. Uh, um, uh, but it was the 58 World Cup where he and Brazil really caught the eye in Sweden. Um, there is a memorable moment during Brazil's first round match against Austria. He won the ball um, well into his own half and broke forward. And it's so funny, this. It sounds so simple and... It, it just sounds like a nothing incident for, for nowadays standards but back then it was he, he, he broke forward passed the ball um, and by this time he was on the halfway line he passed the ball to um, Jose Altafin who got a mention he's the third top scorer in Serie A with, uh, with um, Francesco Totti currently uh, he kept going up the pitch instead of retreating to his defensive post now people watching that would have thought what the hell is this madman doing? You know, this is a. Do you think he was just going to run off the pitch and well, down you know, the tunnel? But well, this was a, that, <laughs> yeah. This is gone like, mad. But it's like a proper kamikaze run. Apparently, the coach was shouting at him, "Get back, you crazy! Get back!" <laughs> going absolutely spare at him. So, he, so, he, so he goes, you know, galloping up the pitch, gets Kick, in, kicks the rule book in half. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new encyclopedia in town. <laughs> Guilty. Get a new rule book. <laughs> Um, so he finds himself in this goal scoring position the ball slipped through and he finishes delightfully um, and picks the ball up before it goes over the, over the line <laughs> shouldn't have done that Clearly, admittedly yeah. <laughs> but it, that was quite a big moment um, in, in the history of football really if you're going to slightly over dramatise things because it not, freed up defenders to think in a different way well that's it. it not many people had seen a fullback gallop forward it also yeah. proved to management that it could work yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah I mean it wasn't the first time it had happened they lost 8-1 right <laughs> that's right they went one their <laughs> up and he just kept trying it yeah. well I scored <laughs> <laughs> they won the game and the World Cup yeah. ladies and gentlemen um, but it was the first time people had seen that on, on the big stage like, like the World Cup you know and, and then back in the 50s in Brazil, people started to think differently about attacking possibilities of the fullback. In the 50s, the, many different formations were being experimented with, you know, 4-3-3, 4-2-4, all that kind of stuff. But one thing you can guarantee is big Nilton Santos will be galloping up and down the left. <laughs> and that really gave birth to the wing-back position, some suggest. Um, and damn it all, I'm one of them. Um, and one I of the think th that goalkeepers try to do that afterwards as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be the oh. first. No, get in there. Yeah, but in, in South America, if there was ever a, a continent. <laughs> 
Ireland where goalkeepers the possibilities are ended oh shit <laughs> <laughs> the possibilities have ended yeah <laughs> um, one of the things that is most admirable about um, the man is his sheer love for football which is obvious getting nicknamed the, the encyclopedia you've got to be a bit interested mm. to get that and uh, he said whenever we queued up to get our wages I'd always think to myself I can't believe I'm getting paid to play football mm. this is the thing I love doing more than anything else mm. it's great to hear Brilliant. things like that but more recently he said this and do you know what this is possibly one of my favourite footballing quotes he said football has changed and it's a big business today much bigger than it was in my day but I don't envy today's fullbacks for the money they make I envy them for the freedom they've got to attack oh. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> love that that's that is superb yeah. stuff um, and uh, well, one of the things about just being be a winger <laughs> <laughs> no Jim think outside the box man <laughs> you know um, so one of the things about being a classy ball playing defender like he was is that he didn't go in for dirty tackles and, and he said because of this he didn't get any injuries over the years you know? oh, right. mm. um, I mean, I'm, I'm being flippant there obviously saying be a winger but it yeah. does show the discipline he had that he didn't just do that yeah. you know that he tried to revolutionise his own position that's right, amazing just yeah. make it easy for himself well he, yeah. you know he played in um, uh, you know three World Cups he won two World Cups Cups. He, he played over 700 times for Botafogo, mm. won a number of trophies with them. I mean, he, okay, he was 37 when 19, the 1962 World Cup came about in, in Chile. And um, Brazil, despite having lost Pele to injury in the early rounds, went on to win the Jules Romay trophy. He was 37. Mm. And he was the oldest winner until Dino Zoff took that record off him in 1982. Yeah, I think he was about 40, wasn't he? 40, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think he's the second oldest winner still my, um, of, of the Cup. My, my experience of, of, of reading about Nilton Santos is mostly taken up by. Uh, Alex Bayos' book right. where he talks about not only all these things but how he was actually a really good bloke as that's well. right there's a lot of, a bit made about what you mentioned earlier about Garincha sort of nutmegging him and sort of taking the piss a little bit and it's, you sort of get the impression that he could have been like quite annoyed about that could have mm. could have like actually, it wasn't he could have ruined his career so yeah. like, no 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 he's too cocky mm. but he actually really liked it and, he, and he, as you say he took him under his wing and that and that was mm. no that was no um, more obvious than that Garincha's funeral because you know like Garincha had a I mean we talked about it on the show before but mm. Garincha had like a real troubled life was married yeah. a few times of course apparently there was almost a massive uh, bust up sort of argument thing at Garincha's funeral because someone put a Botafogo flag on Garincha's coffin. Yeah. And a lot of the family members thought that Botafogo took advantage of Garincha and didn't help him when he, need, when he needed it. Because right. I mean, he died almost destitute, basically. Yeah. Sure. Mm. And so uh, apparently uh, Nilton Santos stepped in and like just sort of quietly removed it and put a Brazil flag over it instead. Right. And also insisted that Garincha be buried um, where he wanted to be buried, rather right. than this new fangled uh, big building they'd made in Brazil this quite garish place for, for ex-pro footballers and apparently Santos stepped in and said no he wouldn't have wanted that he told me he wanted to be buried at Pau Grande which is where he was buried okay. um, so he took care of that as well which I think is quite a classy mm. act actually Yeah, I, 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 I like to think he ran out of the coffin and nutmegged it went eh hey, you <laughs> one all <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, I think you're right Nilton Santos is an absolute class act um, and he, he uh, 86 appearances for Brazil four, four goals um, played uh, a couple more years after the 62 World Cup with Botafogo retired in 64 did a bit of coaching after um, and uh, ran some football schools for the for the underprivileged uh, in Brazil sadly years later uh, he was diagnosed with uh, the Alzheimer's disease and has been living in uh, a clinic in Rio um, since 2007 um, his wife said that uh, there's one way of as she put it bringing him back to the real world she says you won't, you just have to talk softly to him about Botafogo that brings a smile to his face and a glint in his eye then he understands everything oh, oh, brilliant. <laughs> which is quite sweet and uh, Azito a teammate of his in, in 58 and 62 said this about his old friend when you played the ball as much as he did the position didn't really matter when all said and done Nilton Santos wasn't a defender or a fullback he was just a star as simple as that oh, and in he comes to the Dimon National Hall of Fame 
A very worthy entrant. I think you'll agree. I enjoyed that. There you go. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, the Football Ramble has finished for this week. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at Football Ramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Yeah, this week, uh, the three, the top three bravest things John Terry's done in his life. Hard to narrow yeah. it down to three because he's it very is. brave. That will inspire you. Make yeah. sure you read. That. <laughs> yeah, um, you've been meeting. Oh yeah, the new Ramble Meets video is up, and that's with Jonathan Wilson, mm. uh, author extraordinaire, and all-round good egg. Oh, or, yeah. more importantly, oh, yeah. notable egg. Books, lot of books. Oh, so many books. Oh. Oh, speaking of wingbacks, he played wingback briefly for the Ramble. There you go. He did, yeah, I think he'd, what be, he'd be delighted to be mentioned the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think even he would say it was generous. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, lots of other different bits and pieces. Chat forum as well, where you can chat about football. Other like-minded ramblers mm. um, and all that other stuff as well yeah so check it out marvellous right that's it for this week say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete see you later say goodbye Luke goodbye and goodbye from me you darlings When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.